Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market from Collector's Corner. This is our weekly generative art review covering everything that you need to know to stay up with the generative art market. Today is Thursday, February 9th. It's about noon. We are doing a video episode as always now, and we hope you guys are enjoying that. We'll have a tweet thread out and our newsletter, which will have stories that will not be in this episode because we try to keep it short and punchy and get you everything you need quickly. So this is our Twitter. A lot of folks have asked. We are at collectors underscore XYZ. Please follow us here. This is where we put out all our announcements and news. This is Jared's Twitter, my co-host. He's also the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund. So if you, have any in, if you have any interest in that, reach out to him. And this is my Twitter, Aston Cloud. I go by P online. Before we jump in, Jared, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, honestly. Uh, truly living the dream. Had a, I've had a great week. It's just flown by. Um, I can't believe it's Thursday already. So trying to ground myself and, and just really grind a few things out before the, the weeks end. And weath and bids like a mofo over here, man. I'm trying to pick up some really dope art for the fund. It is, it is definitely weath season. We're going to talk about that briefly but yeah it i think this is a perfect time to get some deals out there and we're seeing some already which we'll cover really quickly on the screen we have our newsletter here check it out people are really enjoying it it's a nice uh, distraction free way of keeping up with the market and as i mentioned we put stories in there that we can't fit into this episode let's hop over to markets in general and oh my my mistake i didn't start with the big ones here so bitcoin ethereum and tezos uh, a little bit down on the week, Bitcoin down about 5%. Ethereum holding up relatively well, down about 1%. And if we hop down to Tezos, uh, up about 7%. So, you know, relatively flat given the large move that happened. Uh, market is still a little bit cautious. There's still, you know, some negative news coming out from the tech sector and bad earnings for big companies. I think it was, was it Microsoft that, or Google that got hit? So either way, uh, certainly we're not back in a bull market. Bear market may or may not be over. Unclear yet. I've made my take that I think that the bear market in terms of low crypto to US dollar prices are in, but of course we'll have to wait to see to confirm this. Let's head over to the blue chip NFT market. We focus on Ethereum-based NFTs over here since the prices are higher. And we'll first look at sales here. The first two you're seeing on here, actually the first four I'm going to ignore because they're not kind of your standard long-form generative. And we cover Chromium Squiggles and Friendship Bracelets separately. Um, but after, when we go to your more traditional long-form, we have a Factura by Matthias Isakin who uh, coming in with 13 sales, then Paper Armada by Chettle Golid coming in with 13 sales, which we love to see. Great collection. QQL Mint Pass, which has been hot with 12. Mind the Gap has had 12. And then Genesis by Brain Drops has had 10. We'll get to that in a second because there's been a lot going on with AI art. In terms of floor prices, uh, Genesis is leading the way up 58% to a 9.5 Ether floor. It's only a collection of 100. So, oh, sorry, 500. Uh, Salo Bots, which is a, a favorite of the Heartbox community, is up 38%. And 720 minutes is up 31.5% to a 2.5 Ether floor. 
So nothing too crazy. Uh, any notable sales, Jared? I think in general from the the market, you you know, it's been talked about uh, KRO sold his zombie punk and there was obviously a gold ape sale. So the cool thing is that there's these big sales coming into the market. I think the thing for a generative perspective, you had, again, KRO uh, floor uh, beige background ringer, statistically rare, but not really well embraced from the, the community. You had a couple big squiggle sales I'll go over in a little bit. But something of note, you know, NFT stats, shout out to him for picking up on this on one of his daily uh, podcasts. He, he mentioned this and it's something I've noticed too, is people are paying up for meridians. So it's something that's very interesting to me, meaning paying up, meaning paying above floor for pieces they like, and maybe even stuff that's not statistically rare. So a lot of action in meridians, relatively speaking, this week, and the floor price doesn't look like it's moving, but it's because a lot of people are buying art they want to keep. So really interesting dynamic there, and it's just something of note that I thought. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. And perhaps it's a sign of the market turning. We'll get to that in the squiggle update. You and I were talking before that there there might be some signs of life over there. But let's talk about FX hash first. What are you seeing here the last seven days? Well, I think that it's indicative of exactly what we kind of foresaw coming in last week of low volume in general in in general. And you have the FX hash being led by dragons with 14.7 thousand tes. And we'll touch on this, but it's really just one sale of a super rare piece. But overall, I mean, very light week. I think I saw a tweet, can't remember who it's attributed to, but you know, the the sales year over year on Tezos and FX hash are, are up. So it's a good sign overall, but you know, just like everything else, the FX hash is kind of trending down in the weekly volume. It's your typical stuff uh, at the top, but it's good to see some some life. What was really interesting to me is the Nat uh, Sarkeesian had about nine thousand Tez this week, so I think it's it's going off of the the announcement from uh, you know his release in Bright Moments, which should be really really super exciting. That that release is, I think, beautiful, and then you know a lot of other action with Perkworks Kaiden riding the wave of the Harvests run up this week. But overall, nothing too exciting, but lots of good action. Yeah, that's right. And I'll just add that there hasn't been any big releases. So if people recall last week, Perpendicular in Habitation had had released. It wasn't exactly a week ago. It was a little bit more than that, but that was driving a lot of volume. So not a lot of super hyped releases on FX Hash and with overall market. Not surprising to see this. Squiggles. How are they doing? You know, Squiggles uh, had a really big week. Um, it's showing right now 771 ETH in uh, seven-day volume. That's up 220 ETH from last week uh, with 42 sales. Um, and the, the floor is now sitting at 14.25, up from 12.9 last week. So it feels like there's a good momentum. Uh, there's not a lot of like flip-flopping going on. But the thing of note is, you know, Galaxy's wallet unloaded 17 squiggles to uh, one particular buyer. I believe it was uh, 
the the name on Twitter is Jedi Wolf, but it's at uh, Randon C Dog, and you know this was pretty big news in my opinion. There was a hyper that sold uh, to this individual. There's a pipe, a bolt. It's almost like they um, were trying to put together a, a full vertical. But I mean, you just saw them go off on the sales feed. It was pretty incredible, um, and I think this is is indicative. This individual is largely an ex copy collector, so interesting diversification in my opinion so uh, i think it's bullish looking at the charts um, you know there there's a it we mentioned it a few weeks ago bouncing off of that 16 to 18000 usd point it bounced off with conviction and it's just trickling upwards so i don't know if it's poised for a big run i truly believe and my bags are loaded that way but you know all in due time i'm just not smart enough to tell you when but very bullish week uh, for Squiggle, and it's looking very optimistic. Yeah, and the chart looks nice here with the listings prices. You know, we're seeing a, a higher low here. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if it holds, of course, but I agree. And I felt like in the last couple of days, there were a bunch of Squiggle sales happening quickly, not just the Galaxy RTK ones, but even this morning, there were a couple that happened back to back. So it feels like to me, you know, I, I really think that squiggles are going to be the first thing that move in gen art, typically, especially when it's new entrance, but typically you see the safer stuff move first. A lot of people are familiar with that with Bitcoin. So we'll see if this is the start of a trend or maybe a blip and, and we're going to have to wait longer for more liquidity, but I am hopeful. Yeah. One thing that I've been tracking on this in particular, it's near and dear to my heart, but you know, the listing quantity of day zeros is pretty low. I mean, there's only... My count last night, so it may have changed, was 16 point or 16 uh, listings with a lot of them being like uh, very ambitious asks, I will say. So, uh, you know, obviously diamond handed holders, you, you saw, uh, you know, months and months ago, a, you know, Tiger with Paul's liquidating most of their position. So, you know, I'm, th this is one that I'm really keeping my eye on because the floor is starting to thin out really, really quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So keep an eye on those day zeros. A lot of fuzzy sales recently. Uh, you know, we don't have the stats on that, but I think it's probably not a horrible time to try to wrap ETH a squiggle if you feel like the price is one that you can afford. But let's head over to Friendship Bracelets, which is the liquidity barometer that I like to use. And actually, we're, we're seeing, I believe, more accurate numbers over here on NFT price floor. 779 sales in the past week. That was compared to about 800 last week. So pretty similar on the 370 ether of volume. And last week it was 367 or so. So overall, it's pretty consistent with liquidity being low. It hasn't dipped significantly below last week, but it, it's kind of consistent with what we're seeing on, on FX hash and across the market in general, I would say. And in terms of, you know, one thing I do want to point out though, with the friendship bracelets, uh, we, we did a Twitter spaces on the investment case on these and the floor just continues to thin out. You, you kind of have to look a blur for these down to 2,500 listed really at about six and a half percent, which for a collection of 38,500 is, is a lot, but keep an eye on it. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully we get a sense of liquidity re-entering the gen art market through these, although they are relatively new. So we'll have to see if it, how great of a bellwether it is. Let's go on to our stories. So the first story I want to talk about is generative art on Bitcoin. 
And uh, I'm actually going to flip it here on the screen. And so you guys really should check some of these out on the screen. But um, Ruddick Zane, who is a well-known generative artist, recently did a drop with verse called Hypnagogic that was just absolutely phenomenal and did great, has uh, hopped onto uh, ordinals and created generative art. And Jared, I don't know if you've seen these, but these are actually pretty beautiful images. And I'm particularly drawn to this pink one. And why am I bringing up ordinals? So a lot of people are talking about this. And so if you don't know, it's essentially, I'm trying to figure it out myself, but it's, I believe, a protocol that allows you to put images or really any data onto the Bitcoin blockchain. And Bitcoin maxis are a little bit upset about this because it's you know taking a block space that should be used for transactions. Transactions are slowing down. My guess is you're going to have to incentivize miners more to get transactions through. But I just think it's really cool how the community is starting to to play around with this. And so one example is this Ruddick Sane uh, curated drop here, which actually starts today, 5 p.m. Eastern. It'll be interesting to see how much these sell for. It, it might be a little bit hot, to be honest. Uh, there's some, you know, the, apparently some people put some crypto punks onto the Bitcoin chain through ordinals. And some of these are selling for like insane amounts of money. I I don't know if you heard, I heard something sold for a million dollars. I don't know if it was a punk or what, but if literally like, uh, that's right, 50 Bitcoin. Uh, so a little bit over a million. So regardless, uh, I think it's worth just keeping an eye on this. This is interesting news. We might even try to do a spaces on this to understand better. Because if we really are getting NFTs on Bitcoin, that could be something exciting to see, especially now that we have art on here. And one related note on that is... Uh, 3700 punk 3700 fellow grayler uh he has uh with i don't know who's all involved but they created something called time chain um, which is the first long form generative art collection on bitcoin and more than that you can actually mint it to a bitcoin wallet so with ordinals at the moment you need to run a whole bitcoin node in order to get to, to put anything onto the chain which 3700 does he's like a technical wizard but um, they are, I, I don't know all the technical details, but the point is there's just a lot of experimentation going on here and I feel like it's worth checking out. And, uh, I, you know, I don't actually have this pulled up here, so I'll include in our tweet thread, but the collector's corner logo is an ordinal. Did you know that Jared? We got, uh, th punk 37. I did not know that. That's pretty, uh, that's actually a fun fact of the day. It is a fun fact of the day. I'll, I'll get it pulled up and show folks on the screen. Um, once uh, once you're going over a story. But yeah, really cool stuff. Check it out. Uh, here's the time chain thing. A, a little bit pricey at 0.1 Bitcoin, but it's just fantastic experimentation. And I hope this ecosystem can flourish and we get some, some cool stuff that comes out of it. The second piece of news I wanted to highlight, I know I'm showing you a collection here, but I want to talk about AI art. So this collection just released yesterday on Braindrops. There was a allow list for anybody who had collected the first three Braindrops collections. We'll, we'll get to that in Art to Watch. Um, but the reason I want to talk about this, Jared, and, and I don't know how much you've seen these, uh, but this is a collection called Life in West America by Rup Ranisto. Uh, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Apologies if I did not. And it's photography, kind of like 50 style photography of America, but then run through a post-processing I think a, a, a GAN, a, I, I need to get up to my, uh, on my AI terms. We're also going to be doing spaces on that and learning more about this, but 
they're really interesting images because if you look closely, there's just some weird inconsistencies that are a little bit captivating that have been brought on by the AI. Here's, here's a great example. And a lot of people are talking about this collection and just feeling like, whoa, this is something really different, something that keeps you coming back and looking. So you see there's like an arm coming out here in this image. So I just, two things I want to highlight. One, could this be photography's generative moment? Because these are actually really cool. And I find myself wanting to come back and look at them. And perhaps this is a way where you can really mix generative with photography. And two, regardless of that sort of a wild prediction, the AI meta is really, really heating up. Like people are really flocking to AI. I know it was on the Proof podcast recently. So I wanted to highlight this. And Jared, I'd love to get your take on it. Like what, what are your thoughts on the AI meta and your thoughts on this potentially being a, an unlock for generative photography? I think it's great that it brings a ton of eyes, not only to AI, but photography. I think... Um... You know, photography NFTs or something that I think could use a little boost. You know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Justin Averzano's doppelgangers in the sense that, like, he he ran his or not the what was the derivative they did for? I think the it was. Quantum? I think you're right. Doppelgangers, Twin Flames was the original, and then I think okay, there you go. Yeah, so yeah. the doppelgangers where he ran his Twin Flames and some of the the unreleased pictures through some sort of um, skewing algorithm. So I think it's it's good overall for the space. I'm not studied up enough to to be able to to create a, a definitive thesis on it, honestly. So I'm I'm kind of like you, where I'm I'm starting to scratch the surface and dig in a little bit. There, there's something there. I mean, there's a lot of attention, and then AI, AI, obviously, off of the the back of GPT or Chat GPT and, and a few others. It, it's it's something to be. You, you can't ignore it. So you, you definitely got to pay attention to it. So. Top of my list, something that I'm I'm looking at, especially with this brain drops run up. It, it's just price action is crazy. Yeah, and I minted at point one. There were some public mints after the people on the allow list that instantly got botted, and you know so far it's worked out for those folks. But uh, this collection is really run up, so I would uh, I would probably wait for a pullback. And real quick, here's here's our ordinal, Jared. We, we just missed the first thousand on there, but uh, you know. Collector's Corner is on there. So shout out again to Punk3700. Really appreciate awesome. you. Yeah, I would, no way I would have been able to do that myself. Great art at great prices. The first one I wanted to highlight was uh, Matter Waves by Amy Goodchild. So Amy was highlighted on our 2023 prediction show as a potential artist for the year, or maybe it was a breakout artist. I can't remember, but I, I want to say James Merrill mentioned her. And I just really like this art, man. I don't know if you've seen these, Jared, but these are beautiful. And like a 30 Tezos floor, you know, I, I can't tell you if you'll make a return on these. I don't know if they really get enough attention, but they, they're really captivating to me personally. So I wanted to show these to folks and I have not collected any of these, by the way. And so the, just as a disclaimer, don't have them, but just really like them. Yeah, that's, those are beautiful. Yeah, I wanted to bring attention to, full disclosure, I own four of these, but it's Composition by Studio Yorktown. These actually reside within the Async Blueprints. Uh, it's an ETH-based NFT, which is kind of unique for Studio Yorktown. But right now it has a 0.1 ETH floor. I mean, finding these things are damn near impossible. Uh, fun fact, I think Grifters 
X copies PFP was released on async and it was really hard to find these until they broke it out. Maybe there's a better sorting function later on. Cause I, I can't even tell, I think there's roughly 440 pieces, but at a 0.1 floor or 0.0, Jesus, 0.1 ETH floor, especially relative to some of the other pieces that uh, Studio Yorktown's put out. It just feels like a, a very uh, great value. Uh, it's actually something I'm considering picking up a couple more of because I think there's some legs to this one. Again, not financial advice, but it, it reminds me of some of the, the Tezos work. And I just think it's absolutely stunning. It's almost a piece unique, but the amount of inputs on this is just, it's mind blowing. There's no way to find it. There's, I think there's like three rare gold ones. Uh, you're right there on screen. I think 1.88. So, you know, it's it's kind of a fun collectorship if you're you're looking to do it, but, you know, black, white, red theme and just some really really beautiful outputs in my opinion yeah and and disclaimer i own a couple of these but honestly i kind of forgot about them because <laughs> you and i got them so long ago uh, i'm glad you brought them up this one is really cool here i like that number 490 and there are some interesting artists on here if i'm not mistaken oh yep i am mistaken i thought emily uh emily shia might have had something on here but no, yeah, it's uh, this is early days that these were launched, so a little bit hard to find stuff. So you, you can find some diamonds in the rough, but we'll, we'll link to this specifically. So you'll be able to find this uh, for Studio Yorktown in our show notes. Okay, last one is another one you brought up, Jared. Yeah, really briefly, um, going off of the, the success from last week's mention on their release, the ELSIF, they have a memory module. It I mentioned it again. Full disclaimer, I own some, but there was a, a floor price run up on this based on uh, the success of the previous or last week's launch. It's a 300 piece collection. It's a really cool animation when you click into these pieces. There's like the stacking effect of all the um, all the different tiles. And I just think overall, it's a, it's a really cool collection. 300 piece, not too big, 62 Tez floor. I don't think it's anything, like you said, that's going to be the the I'm not saying it's gonna be the best financial play, but you know, if you're if your thesis is that there's a an opportunity for the animation art in the future, and this artist Elsif can keep up the momentum that they have, I think it could be a really interesting play. And if anything, just a really beautiful piece in my opinion. That's right, and I'm glad you brought up the animation art because super quickly, I used to always think about art that was continuously animating, so continuously having motion. But I know that Harvest by Perkwork the recent Artblocks curator that's done amazingly well has animation just when it loads. So 10, 15 seconds. And people love that. People love that. So I think that's something to key on. And oh, th some of these are really cool, Jared. I really like these. Uh, this one over here, kind of blueprint style, 188. Yeah, so, there's a, there's, I have one that's pretty rare. It's, you just kind of scroll by it. It has like a haze to it. So, um, but overall, I mean, I think it's a, a really cool, just the way it stacks in the output. Some of them look like geological formations. Other of them look like buildings. Some are symmetrical. Others are off skew. It's for a 300 piece collection. I think there's a really great variety. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for highlighting this one. I like it a lot. We're going to head over to exciting upcoming drops. Just wanted to quickly let folks know we have a generative art release calendar. As you can see here on the screen, tons of things up here. We tweet out about these every morning as well, just to help you try to keep organized. And I got to tell you, Jared, having done this now, 
it makes me realize that there's not as much art as I thought there was. And we curate this, right? We don't put every drop on FX hash out there, but we do try to put every art blocks drop, GM Studio, Gen.art, et cetera. Um, but yeah, it's it's not as much as you would think, which is, it's nice to know or have a feel of the market. So check this I'm out. Very, I'm very biased towards supporting you, but I have to be honest, like anybody who doesn't have this in their regular rotation or at least morning checkup, is really missing out because you put a lot of really good alpha and you know it's such a great tool for for managing mints and staying on top of stuff this is phenomenal and it's absolutely in my bookmarks thank you i appreciate that and you know it came out of this this show right we had to come up with exciting upcoming drops and it's just hard to keep track of it it's just really hard so i appreciate you saying that jared and i hope folks like it so an exciting upcoming drop and an exciting upcoming show. On Monday, February 13th, 1 p.m. Eastern, Mount Vitruvius is launching Render's Game, which is a beautiful new project of his. And even more exciting is that tomorrow, 12 Eastern, so it'll be the same day by the time this is released, we're doing a Twitter Spaces where we're going to break down the collection ahead of time. First time we're doing this ahead of time. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. We also will have an allow list that will raffle off to people listening to the spaces because we want you to hear his story. We want you to hear how much time and effort and thought he put into this work. And then we'll break down the collection, see what you like. So, you know, you know, maybe you don't mint, but you can wait on secondary, know what you're looking for. Maybe somebody drops something for cheap that you really like and you can go and grab it. Or maybe you have a point of view on what the market will like. And you want to see this as an investment. The Dutch auction starts at eight ether. The allow list is going to be 0.25 ether. So that's, you know, going to be a discount for sure. And a lot of people have been talking about this collection. We can see why this artist did mind the gap on GM Dow. So he's quite well known. He also had shapes on a plane and uh, yeah, it's just a really cool guy. Anyways, I won't uh, belabor the point. Would love for you all to join, even if you have no desire to mint, because this is a first for us and we think it's going to be really cool in a way to engage the community before the launch. Next up, Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays. This is a fun release to me. Um, similar to QQL, it allows you, you, the the proverbial collector investor, to to curate your output. It and it's got a really different dynamic in the sense. And by the way, this is going to release Friday, the tenth. Um, forget the exact time, so be on the lookout for it. But what's really cool is it's a it's set as a 2000 piece collection, but for every minute that goes by after the release launch, one mint gets kind of knocked off the tail end. So it'll be really interesting to see where the, the steady state of this is. Um, there are 10. So what's really cool is there's 10 predetermined, I'll call it slots, and you still have a little bit of time to submit your submission. And Melissa will, will choose the some of the top 10 outputs uh, really, really, you're only allowed to submit one, but really, really cool. And you can go through and generate it, save it. And then it will allow you to release or to mint the piece. It's a $400 per mint. Melissa Weiderich is the artist behind the algorithm. So it just overall beautiful output. I'm most interested to see where the steady state is for uh, total outputs of the algorithm. You know, does it break a thousand? Does it go under a thousand? You know, do people in mints fall off 
you know, I particularly, I was so proud of myself. I, I did a lot of these test outputs and I created one that looked like a koi pond. And I thought I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go win this. And then as I looked at all the submissions that people have already submitted, you know, probably five or six people already hopped into uh, the koi pond bucket. So, you know, there, there's just some really cool stuff. I'm, I'm really eager to see uh, the gamification behind this one. Super, super um, potentially interesting dynamic. I agree. And just so people know, you have to save the output that you would want to mint. Like you can't just pick a random one. You literally have to go and generate the output and then save it. So like just here on screen. That's actually a dope one. I've yeah. never seen that one. Like the blues with the black background. Maybe I have to get that one now. I wasn't planning on it, but um, <laughs> maybe I will now. Anyways, this isn't loading. <laughs> right. This isn't loading, but folks can see here that uh, th those are the two that I just saved live. So really cool. And it's going to be a 1 p.m. tomorrow. And another verse one from another fantastic artist. You want to tell us about Network Chatter? Yeah, I wanted to, to hit on this because Ben Kovac's been pretty hot this week with uh, a lot of edifice sales. I believe this is a one of one, but what's really cool is it comes with the, the physical print. So um, if you're open and uh, available Monday, the 13th, this is going to go up for auction. I think it's just a, it's a, it was done algorithmically, but it's a really dope output. And, you know, Ben's, you know, obviously with his hundred print and a few others has a lot of attention. This being a one of one with a physical, I just think it's a, uh, it's called cosmic rays on burst if you're, you're looking for it. So, fantastic opportunity oh shit not cosmic rays excuse me network chatter and if you uh if you're a ben fan this is a really really fun very the more i look at it the more i zoom in it's just so dynamic it, not in movement but just in in the output it's it's fun yeah i i really like this it's really interesting the way he put this well literally network on top of this these shapes in the background and use varied colors so that's a cool one that's coming out monday we don't know the exact time we don't know the exact details the good folks at verse are working hard so those will be out take a look at our twitter we'll, we'll be tweeting about it once we know more especially monday morning a couple artists to highlight and i can just run through these william upon this is not a you know if you follow generative art he's in household name but i wanted to highlight him because he has been putting out some fire work in progresses. He has a, a launch coming up in March with Tonic, which is kind of a new platform. I think it's going to be a couple hundred pieces. Probably some of these outputs we're seeing here. He hasn't put anything out in, in a long time, actually. So uh, for one of the most well-known artists in our generative space, it's always exciting to see him working on new things and, and potentially releasing new things. So that's one artist to highlight. And then the aforementioned Ben Kovach that uh, Jared was just talking about. Ben has some some fantastic work. We'll link to his Twitter. Check out his link tree. You know, a lot of people have seen Edifice. There have been some sales there. It's it's really a, a beautiful collection. Uh, wow, look at this. This link tree is quite fancy. And his 100 print, most people don't know about this one. This was in Bright Moments. I, I can't remember if it was in London or where it was but this is a really really beautiful collection still at a 6.9 ether floor although there's a range there with the bids and so he's an artist definitely worth knowing about with his new release and i gotta think he's gonna be coming out with another long form thing at some point this year i'm not sure it'll be interesting to see how artists think about that and what they end up doing then 
let's hop over to art to watch as we near the end of our show. I mentioned brain drops. So brain drops is considered the art blocks of AI art. And I don't mean that everything, you know, that there's going to be a brain drops huge run up in price. It, there might be, but as we mentioned, there's this AI art meta. And I just wanted to highlight these three top prod projects, Brain Loops, Podgans, and Genesis. These three are considered, I guess, like a day zero set. And so for this most recent release that we talked about earlier, Life in West America, if you own one piece from each of these three, you were eligible for the uh, allow list. And you got to mint at point one in kind of a relaxed fashion. And, and these are getting expensive. Uh, but in general, I would say, take a look at Braindrops, take a look at these artists. We mentioned Entangled Others last week, because this stuff is really starting to to heat up. And if you like it, uh, I mean, honestly, I would probably wait for a pullback because they've, they've gone up a lot in price, uh, but it's just something to keep in mind. This might be a longer term interest that people have in AI, and it, it could be AI's moment. My favorite uh, FX hash is dragons. The The reason why we bring it up as art to watch is uh, yesterday there was a big sale. It's only 15,000 Tez for the rarity, but it's the S keys palette. I think there's only four of them. And I, you know, I dug into this cause I'm always uh, curious as to who's buying what, especially when you're going out uh, and, and spending that kind of dough. And this wallet uh, ended up, being the individual who collected token number one for RGB. And mm. they've also have some really amazing uh, wallets. I assume this is either a large collector or a fund, somebody stacking and being uh, kind of anonymous, but you can see in the wallet, a pink garden monolith, three dragons, something about this um, just is indicative to me of a, a bigger play, a long play. And it kind of just, with the the dragon floor dipping a little bit, I mean, there's there's an aurora almost on the floor right now, and uh, I just I feel like Mapon is still an amazing artist. This one's kind of fallen by the wayside for a little bit, it's cooling off, but man, that sale was so so good. So I, I just wanted to bring it to the listenership's attention because as the sales have slowed down, a lot of really good pieces have started to, to fall into, I'll call it uh, availability and especially at the floor. So really, yeah. really, really exciting opportunities cool. here. Floor range. And you might even be able to throw an offer out at the floor and get one of these. And I mean, look at this number 24, one of those beautiful uh, black and white bugged ones that you don't see that often. I love this uh, blood palette which is beautiful. And and I think this might be the Aurora you were talking about. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at it last night. Number 407 for those not on audio, Re really beautiful. Only 33 Aurora pieces. I think it's a, a good opportunity. Yeah. hundred percent. All right, Jared, do you want to take us home with some charts? Yeah. The last thing to note on the charts uh, is just OG, what I would call OG art blocks, blue chips, you know, from the, the art block summer, these things are down anywhere from 70 to 90% in its uh, USD value. But I was looking at the charts, you know, and again, the past is not necessarily indicative of future performance, but it was reminiscent to me of some, some altcoin and uh, I'll call it other crypto charts. Specifically, the two that came to mind was Cardano, ADA, and 0x, ZRX. 
uh, is the ticker there. But both of those kind of have this like massive run up, a little bit of like leaking out and then just absolute floored with a, a constant run out over a really, really long period of time. When you look at those two charts all time, there's a rebound. So in this case, we're looking at the ringers chart. And I do believe ringers will have another run up. It's just too amazing of art. It's too well embraced in the artists specifically is just absolutely amazing. So I guess rather than pointing it out, I think that there's a, you know, if you look at it from all time highs, there's a 90% discount, but really looking out to the listenership to say, do you think this is going to look like, uh zero x where it goes back to an all-time high and then retraces again or do you think it's gonna be like uh cardano ada where it hits the all-time high and then you know does a, a multiple you know fibonacci extension off of that high you know i'm i'm really curious to hear i i truly believe if you're a long-term player in usd terms you'll see the 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 all-time highs again i'm just curious to where do you go from there do you keep going or do you, do you patter out? So fun, fun discussion. I'd love to hear the listenership's position. And again, I recognize that not everybody can afford a ringer. Very, very expensive entry point. But I think this is this chart that you're seeing on screen uh, of a massive dip from the all-time highs on these OG art blocks is pretty similar across the board. You see it in Meridians and others. So you know, curious because I, I, I truly believe in these projects and I think it will... Uh, um, it will be fruitful for those who have the means and the time. Yeah. I just want to say that I love what you're talking about here. I think that people have to keep in mind, like these are the, the terminal assets, right? Like you trade your way up to get something like a ringer. And when big money comes in, like they don't want to play around with, you know, some people have so much money. They don't want to write a $10,000 check. It's too small. Right. And not only that, they, they want things that have the status. And I, I agree with you, Jared. I just want to say, and we got to run here in a minute, but like I, a lot of people say Art Block Summer will never happen again. And in my mind, I'm like, look, it's not going to happen for every single collection that launches, but for the best ones, heck yeah, I think it's going to happen. Like I, that's my vote. I don't think it's a zero X. I think it's a Cardano. I think we blow past the prior highs, probably settle somewhere lower than these highs. I don't know, maybe in the 200K range, but. I think for something like ringers, it's, it's established. It is, it is the goal. I agree with you. Um, but want to hear from, you know, yes. the, the, the listenership. I mean, this is part of collector's corners. We want to create an, a, a community where we can all bounce ideas off of each other and grow as a result of it. So I'm super, super bullish on the space. Obviously it's where I've stacked my, my chips, but at the same time, you know, I'm a ringer fanboy, so I'm trying to make sure my uh, my, my judgment isn't uh, isn't too clouded by uh, my core belief. For sure, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from folks. Please, you know, message us, reply to our tweet thread, let us know what you think. And uh, you know, I'm not a ringer fanboy, and I still think it's going to happen. So for for whatever that's worth. Uh, but hey, everybody, that's our show. We got to run. We really appreciate you. Thank you for your support, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you.
Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.